Hey, honey, welcome to the second episode of Brown Honey Podcast. I'm your host, Asia J, your favorite brown skinned girl with thighs thick like honey. Last week, we kicked off the season by discussing the secret life of a plus size girl. After doing some reflection, it made me think when did my life become so secretive? So naturally, I start back looking on my childhood, and we all know how you were raised, whether it was good or bad, has a significant impact on the trajectory of your adulthood. And while I'm extremely proud of who I am and where I am now, it's only by God's grace that I'm here. You see, I didn't have a bad childhood necessarily, but like many, things happened that could have drastically impacted who I chose to be. As a child, you shouldn't be held accountable for the things that happened to you. But as an adult, you're forced to be accountable for how you let the things impact you and how those experiences make you impact others. And if you don't own this responsibility, you may fall into the hurt people, hurt people category. But as kids, we don't know anything about this. So, of course, we don't take account for how our actions or words can make other people feel, thus leading to a bunch of mean ass kids who may grow up and turn into mean ass adults. So whether it was outside of the home or inside of the home, growing up plus size can be hard. Here's my story. Question, when did you realize that you were fat? I've been asking myself that lately, and of course, I can look at pictures because there's proof in the pudding, but I'm trying to recall when did it actually hit me? When did I realize that I was different? Honestly, It was when I could no longer be my mom's Barbie doll, when she could no longer dress me in all of the cute clothes that I seen the girls wear in the neighborhood, when I had to start borrowing her shirts for school pictures. I know for a lot of people, you may have known day one. You knew because somebody told you, and most likely that somebody is somebody in the family. See me, that's not my origin. My family never acknowledged my weight. They never teased me about it or made me feel bad. I was really lucky to be raised, coated in love. With this in mind, the external voices were of course there, but to me, they were pretty quiet. I'll be honest and say growing up, I felt like being fat was my only flaw. I felt like if I could be the smartest, the best dressed, the nicest, the coolest, if I could be everything else in a bag of chips, being fat wouldn't be so bad. So even if they did talk about my weight, they couldn't say I was dumb, they couldn't say I wasn't fly, and they damn sure couldn't say that I was ugly. And you know I don't like lying to y'all. I'll be honest and say I still carry some of this mindset today. The difference is, now that I'm older, I know that being fat isn't a flaw. And don't get me wrong, I know I'm not perfect but that's still the only thing that they can say about me. But like a coin, there's another side of this. For some people, family wasn't their cheerleaders, but instead they were their bullies. And the noise is always much louder when the call is coming from inside the house. Whether it was teasing or intense restrictive diets, the lack of support leaves you nearly defenseless fighting against the outside world. And while I can't relate to that feeling, my heart goes out to you. Can I be honest for a second? While I'm thankful my family wasn't my bullies, I wish somebody would have saved me. I must say I'm really proud of who we are as a generation because we're more open to discuss mental health issues and also acknowledge when something just isn't right. Unfortunately, many of us experienced the exact opposite growing up. Whether it was because our parents just didn't see or they did and they just didn't know what to do, which may lead to you being hurt by a hurt person. And sometimes things left unsaid can cause a long-term impact. And in my case, it was when I became a part of the one in six, which led me to do everything I could to be unseen. But what I didn't know at 10 years old, after gaining 100 pounds in a year, 
how long I'd be invisible. I remember wishing and praying the way to way. <laughs> and when that didn't work, I thought I'd just grow out of it. <laughs> well, I'm 26 now and I'm still growing. You know, what's funny is a lot of people's weight loss origin story is they bullied me so bad or the boy didn't like me or the boy teased me so bad and I just got so mad and I got so this and so that that I just hit the gym and I started eating right and I lost all this weight. I wanted that to be my story. I wanted to feel impacted so bad by the outside that I just did something about it. But that just wasn't my story. I really did like and love who I was as an adolescent. But I can admit that once liking boys came into the picture, I just wish they would have saw that too. They always saw me as the homie, the cool one, the person that they could confide in because I wasn't like other girls. Growing up plus size, you realize that that translates to I'm not the girl that they like. So while everyone else my age was falling in and out of crushes, I was just left crushed. I can't necessarily recall somebody having an intense like for me, but I can definitely recall the times where being the homegirl was misinterpreted for being the girl that liked him. And they made sure they let me know that they didn't like me like that. What was funny is nine times out of 10, I didn't like them like that either. I remember my internal dialogue trying to understand how would I react in these situations. On one hand, I could let him know that you got me fucked up. I don't like your crusty ass either. On one hand, I could scratch my head and ask him the question, what the hell made you think that I liked you? But after so many internal thoughts and shoulda, coulda, wouldas, it led me to take the approach to remove my kindness. Kindness resulted in confusion. But I guess that's what happens when majority of girls your age don't have to do much but be seen to receive interest. So my kindness seemed like an attempt to infiltrate a space that was only shared between them and smaller young women. But do you know where they didn't mind asking for an all-access pass? My body. To them, my expedited development was a free space they felt like they could roam. And I can say now at 26, in retrospect, it took me time to learn the difference between emotional interests and physical interests. And although my mama taught me sex didn't equal love, but this wasn't sex, so of course it wasn't love, but it was interest. And after so many years on the sideline, it felt good to finally be wanted that is until it turns into a season pass and you realize that you spent a whole school year being somebody's secret or maybe you're no longer a secret but a story to tell and you find yourself being a part of the hallway news and while I'm very fortunate that this never happened to me I always wondered if they ever told and now I can be honest and ask myself did I really want them to and if yes what did I expect that to bring me I talk about shame a lot and it's experiences like this that I look back on and it makes me cringe. I hate that I knew better, but I really wasn't doing better because I just wanted that feeling. It took a lot of unlearning and healing to realize that being wanted should stretch beyond the physical realm. And a man being interested in me shouldn't have to include my body. But for so long, it felt that way. It felt like my body was a bargaining chip, whereas my love life was a bad game of spades. Getting dealt hand after hand with no books or possibles. But what I can say is all that time spent on the sidelines, watching everyone else play and win, it allowed me to learn and observe the game. And over time, I learned that both love and like shouldn't be that hard. And if it was, maybe it just wasn't what I thought it was. I learned to not depend on a man to bring me happiness. I learned to be okay being by myself. And to be okay with that loneliness, I learned I really had to like and love who I was. Although I grew up plus size, and of course, like many other childhoods, some things weren't ideal, but 
I'm thankful for who it allowed me to become. And I know all experiences aren't the same, but this was mine. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week for episode three. I'm your host, Asia J, and this is Brown Honey Podcast.